Hello, listeners. Welcome to PR Hangover. I'm Emma Nelson, and you're listening to a public relations podcast brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter. Grab a cup of coffee, relax, and get ready to talk all things PR. Before I talk with this week's guest, I'm going to introduce you to one of our eboard members. Hello, listeners. Welcome to PR Hangover. Today we have our guest, Miss Hannah Grant, our firm editor for Grand PR. Hannah, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Of course. So, if we just want to get started and you want to give us a little introduction about yourself. Yeah, sure. I would love to do that. So, my name's Hannah Grant. I'm the firm editor this year for Grand PR. I'm an advertising and public relations major. My writing, writing is my minor. And I actually am a senior who's graduating in December this year, so that's super exciting. Um, I'm also an intern, as well as being a firm editor for a nonprofit here located in West Michigan called Kids Food Basket. And I'm a West Michigan native, so that's very exciting. Wow, you are a busy bee. Sounds like your resume is full and looking good. (laughs) Oh, it's quite full. (laughs) So if you want to just give us kind of a list of tasks that the firm editor is responsible for and just share a little bit about your position. So the firm editor, a big part of that job starts in the summer leading up to the school year to come. And what I do is I kind of guide the ways of our blog. So I make sure we follow national guidelines, we have consistent branding and relevant topics. And so I get to work with all the members of PRSSA as well as Grand PR for creating great content to keep us engaged in our industry and our majors all throughout the summer until we get into the school year. And then we continue that blogging all the way through Uh, I also, as a firm editor, edit proposals and other copy for the firm, so I get to work with all the teams, pushing forward and working through and perfecting all the work that we send to our clients, that way that first go-around is as good as we can get it. And then, besides that, I get to actually recruit who my replacement is for the upcoming semester, so starting January. So that's very exciting. Yes, especially, hopefully, there's a listener out there right now who hears that and is super interested. What would you say the most rewarding part of your position is? The most rewarding part of my position is honestly the inspiration I get from all the amazing people who are affiliated with Grand PR and PRSSA at Grand Valley. We've got some amazing writers and some stellar talent here. And once they're let loose from Grand Valley, that market has got some talent on their hands. They are lucky people. I love reading the voice and everyone's changing perspectives that we have on board. And honestly, I find a lot of inspiration for myself from the people we work with. So subtle plug, thank you for being awesome. That is so cute. (laughs) What about a favorite grand PR or PRSSA memory that you have? Well, this is actually my first time being able to affiliate with either grand PR or PRSSA because of my work schedule. So I'm honestly really looking forward to all the bonding events that we have coming up. There's a happy hour. That'll be quite fun. De-stress a little bit. School is picking up. Oh, yeah. Being able to use Zoom as something that's fun versus boring and time consuming. So that'll be fun. And what about advice for ad PR students? My advice for ad and PR students is simply get acquainted. That means your industry, that means your peers, your professors. 
soak up everything you have around you right now because you're only a student for as long as you allow that to be. And once you're cut loose, you're cut loose and it's on your own to build those ties and strengthen your own network. So get acquainted, know what you want, who you want to talk to, and really just be a go-getter for yourself. And that'll, that'll help you so much in the long run. Hannah, thank you so much for joining us. I know I learned a lot from your insight and I'm sure our listeners will as well. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Hello, PR Hangover listeners. Welcome to this week's episode. Today, our guest is Miss Jennifer Meyer. Welcome to PR Hangover. Thank you for having me. Of course, so excited. Um, If you want to just give us a little introduction about yourself and what you do. Yeah, so my name is Jennifer Meyer. I'm 25 years old. I grew up in Northville, Michigan and attended Michigan State University where I studied communication and I was also involved in Greek life. I played on the ice hockey team and prior to graduation, I had an internship at Leo Burnett in Detroit, which really started my love for advertising. And upon graduation, I took a job in Chicago working at Havas Media as a programmatic strategist, and I've been here for the last two years. So obviously we've had mostly PR-focused guests, so I'm super excited to have someone who is more advertising-focused. So if you want to explain exactly what programmatic strategy is and how you got into it. Programmatic advertising is the automated bidding and buying of ads online, which which sounds really complicated, um, but just giving a high level, that's what it is. I'm not sure if they cover that off in college, um, if there's any classes that are programmatic based, because when I was in college, they had nothing. So when I came into the industry, it was kind of a whole new thing for me. But um, anyway, programmatic uses technology to efficiently buy ad placements on the internet. And then my job as a strategist is kind of the middleman. I work between the programmatic traders who are the ones with their hands on the keyboard, building and optimizing the campaigns and the client. So I put together a plan for the client depending on what they wanna accomplish, whether that be selling a product or selling a service um, and who specifically they want to target. So an example could be 18 to 35 year olds who are interested in XYZ. Then I have to take into account the different channels that they want to be present in, like connected TV, radio, uh, YouTube. So essentially, I help our clients find the right person at the right time through the right channel to get them to interact with our brand. Oh, wow. That sounds, I'm like, put me in. Yeah. (laughs) Do you work with PR people in your agency or your firm? So there's definitely um, the PR wing of Havas Media. We don't really connect with them too much just because they are on like a different side of the business, but it definitely kind of like all works together, even if I don't specifically talk to anyone on the PR team. But um, as a whole, we kind of represent our clients and their brand. So although I'm on a very like technical media part of the wing, they're on more of a, you know, um, public recognition, public branding aspect so they all work together even if I don't physically like talk to that team. What would you say are the biggest challenges working in the advertising industry and more specifically programmatic strategy? So some of the biggest challenges um, is that it's very fast-paced and that's for programmatic, for PR, for the creative side. No matter where, um, what part of advertising you're looking to go in, it's 
very fast paced. Um, the industry changes drastically from year to year, from month to month. Um, you have to stay on top of trends and be nimble in how you work to stand out and um, just do the best for your clients. For my job specifically as a strategist, I know I need to know the ins and outs of my clients. I need to know their primary goals, their secondary goals, their pain points. Um, I also have to keep up and understand all the different tech that's out there or the data providers or creative partners to make sure I'm giving my clients the best service. So constantly testing new technology and data and need to stay on top of all the emerging channels to make sure you're coming up with the most successful campaign for your client. Do you stick with like the same couple clients or are you like will you do a little task for this client and then jump over here? Like how does that setup work? Yeah, so each agency will have whatever clients that they're representing at the time and then uh, my manager basically assigned me to multiple different clients. So some are retail focused, some are services re services focused, some are CPG focused. So um, yeah, I work with like lots of different brands, which you have to pivot, you know, you have to like figure out what you have to focus on today. Maybe it's for this client, you have a different project tomorrow that's for a different client. So um, it is nice having a lot of different clients because you get to work on like vastly different projects because they all have different needs and uh, different strategies. So that's kind of how you, it kind of just gets handed, <laughs> handed to you and you um, get it when you kind of like break into the industry, you may just stick to a certain type of brand. Like I said, like consumer product goods, that's CPG or services, um, or you can have like a vast variety of clients. And it sounds like you're very busy and that, that is a lot to deal with. So are you constantly like checking your phone and email? Like, is it a, what's the word? Like, do you always have to be like on call technically or are you pretty, is it pretty much like work, personal life? you know what I mean, like separated or how do you balance that? So it is very fast paced. So I think before the pandemic, there was definitely, I took the trade, I went to work, I did all my emails, had all my meetings, my calls, and then I would get to just go home after and kind of like leave that all behind till the next day. But definitely working from home, I work from home now. Um, but during the pandemic, you do feel like you are kind of on call 24 seven, but it is such a unique time and your clients are depending on you more than ever now. So it's totally understandable and worth it because we're all kind of like working through this together. But um, I would say it's kind of like how you, you kind of like make time for what's important. Like sometimes I'll be like, I know I have a lot to do, so I'm gonna work till whatever time tonight. Or sometimes I'm like, I have a dinner with my friends, so I know I need to be, you know, out of the office by six. You definitely learn how to like prioritize everything when you have the full-time job, especially one that's so fast-paced. Um, sometimes you get in earlier to leave earlier. So it, it really just depends. It's kind of day by day. But yeah, I would say definitely during the pandemic, um, there's less of that, but also at the same time, we're not really going anywhere. So um, it, it's really, it's very unique now. What about working in a larger city? How does that impact what you do? I think naturally being in a big city where there's a lot of other young adults hustling and working to be the best, um, there's a level of pressure and competitiveness, but it also makes you work really hard and push yourself. Um, also, since there are so many people working in similar agencies and similar fields as you are, 
um, you make a lot of connections and so many times that's how you're going to find your next project or your next role, your next job. So living in a big city definitely provides a wealth of opportunities. Were you always drawn to a city? Like, did you know you wanted to do something big like that? I think so. I mean, coming from like Metro Detroit, Northville, it is like, it's a normal suburban town, but Detroit is obviously, there's just not as many people in Detroit or like the, the industry is just a lot bigger here as far as advertising and PR. So I knew I would definitely, when I was young, wanted to be in a city and just have that experience because I knew that there was a lot of opportunity and there's a lot of other young adults my age um, that I could meet and like learn from and yeah I think um, I always knew the city would be really fun not forever but definitely once I graduated I knew like this would be the only time where me personally could make the city work so I'm really happy I took that leap and um, yeah moved to Chicago to work in advertising because it's super fun here dreams goals literally I want to be Carrie Bradshaw so I'm obsessed with that anyway how do you think creating YouTube videos gives you an edge for your career I know I am a subscriber I wa I've watched a few so give the listeners <laughs> a little taste you. yeah that's so nice um I definitely think it does give you an edge I think having any hobby passion project side hustle whatever you want to call it Will help you further will help further you in whatever you want to do in life um but it also help like helps ground you um and keeps you sane when work can get really stressful and all-consuming like i said during the pandemic it feels sometimes like work never ends and there's no like shutting my computer off or shutting my phone off and i can just think about other stuff work just keeps coming in emails keep keep coming in so it's nice to be like i have to work on this other project that i find so much joy out of as kind of like a stress reliever, reliever. I like can de-stress over it. Um, but it also helps me build my personal brand and market myself as more than just a strategist. You know, I am a strategist, but I'm also a creative person who has an eye for videography, which gives me an edge in this industry because not only do I understand the technical media side of advertising, but I also understand a little bit of the creative side as well. So I position myself as a very like well-rounded career woman. And it also opens up doors for me that could potentially allow me to shift my career to the creative side of advertising if I decide I want to go down that route. So it really gives me, I feel like, a lot of opportunities. And so obviously because you do use social media a lot personally and creatively and professionally, how do you see that impacting PR and advertising? I think consumers you know, are moving away from traditional channels like TV, paper, and are consuming social media at a massive scale. Um, social media gives brands a voice and a personality, and through it, people feel like these big brands are no longer these untouchable things. You can talk to them, you can interact and engage with them, so social media connects brands to their audiences on such a personal level that we've never seen before, and I feel like it just has changed the landscape drastically. It's changed everything, honestly. Other than that, what other trends have you seen in the industry? Well, there's so many, but um, I think privacy is a huge one right now. The way we use data to target our audience is changing as online advertisers continue to evolve. Um, the increased emphasis on protecting the privacy of users challenges us to take forward-thinking approaches to data and how we're using that in our media campaigns. Um, on a separate note, because of the pandemic, now more than ever, people are consuming content online and, and on social media. So you have to think 
out of the box and come up with strategies that help your brand stand out through all the clutter. What advice would you give to those who are interested in PR or advertising or things like internships? Just advice like that. Some advice is to say yes to everything and get involved. It's never too late to get involved. Attend every workshop, every guest speaker, every career fair, join clubs because you will get unique opportunities that way. Um, and you will make connections, which will help you majorly in this field. It's all about who you know in this business. Um, I think any experience is good experience. For a long time, I was worried I wouldn't get this internship or that job because I didn't have that specific experience. But so many companies look for those soft skills, such as, are you an effective communicator? Do you work well within a team? Are you good at managing your time? Can you deliver items before their deadlines? Those sort of qualities are so important, so don't underestimate yourself just because you don't have you don't know a certain program or didn't have a specific experience because soft skills will take you so far. Um, and then I think another piece of advice is do things that make you stand out. This is a really competitive industry and there are thousands of other applicants that studied advertising or PR or had a marketing internship, but things like having a personal portfolio, having a blog, a podcast, anything that makes you stand out will be so important when you are looking and applying for jobs. I'm taking notes as we speak. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to listen back to that many, many a time. Um, well, thank you so much for all the insight that you've given myself, the listeners. I know I learned a lot. I'm sure they will too, because wow, I'm excited to move to Chicago right now. And you can add, also like add me on LinkedIn or anything if anyone else needs any like career advice or anything. I'm so open and excited to talk to anyone kind of like trying to make their way into the industry. Thanks for listening. Tune in every other Wednesday for a new episode of PR Hangover. Follow us on Twitter at GV underscore PRSSA and visit GVPRSSA.com to get insights on this week's episode.